Hello, welcome to Aman Podcast. Today we are having a very interesting topic uh, about a very unique, uh, let's say, special program uh, named Kosovo School uh, uh, within the Organization of Artifact Fund, which has a name uh, at Reconnecting Youth from Kosovo and Serbia. Uh, my name is Vana, and I'm managing uh, actually this program. And today I will speak uh, about its challenges, perspectives, and the uh, first-hand experiences with alumni, uh, with two alumni of this program, uh, Miloš Todorović and Derlinda Salovka. Uh, so, guys, first of all, thank you a lot for your time. It's uh, so nice to have you both here with me today. Miloš and Linda, hello. It's a pleasure to be here. Hello. It's a pleasure for me as well. Perfect. So glad to hear that. So uh, I would just, uh, uh, for, the, um, for the listeners, I would like to make a short introduction of the program uh, and uh, to say a little, a few words. So uh, Artifact developed this program three years ago uh, with aim of inviting young adults uh, with conservative and right attitudes in learning about Kosovo conflict and uh, eventually visiting Kosovo. Um, with educational visiting programs, uh, this, uh, the aim was to encourage earlier reconciliation processes and to understand each other. But after the first year, uh, as it was very hard to reach out to, to this uh, special target group, uh, we understood that it's better to change the program a bit and also involve uh, uh, people uh, from Kosovo as well. So now, now the program uh, uh, is inviting uh, participants both from Kosovo and from Serbia uh, in a program that has three parts. Uh, first one is educational um, in the form of online school uh, where participants have the opportunity to exchange opinions and learn on Kosovo conflict and peace building with different lecturers from the region. Uh, then we have a visiting program uh, spending four days in uh, Pristina and in Belgrade uh, where participants meet with relevant actors, organizations, with each other and uh, get to experience and meet the cities. And the third uh, part is the uh, uh, development of collaboration projects where in groups uh, participants have a chance to develop their projects based on the similar interests uh, but with an aim of contributing to Kosovo-Serbia uh, dialogue and cooperation. So this is in short. I will also leave the link uh, of the um, uh, of the Kosovo School program uh, for the listeners who are uh, interested in maybe applying. Uh, okay. So my first question would be uh, for both of you: um, Why did you apply, and uh, what were what were the reasons behind it? Uh, and uh, in general, what are your thoughts on the program now that it's a few months behind you? And if you like, uh, uh, before answering the question, you can just say a few words uh, about yourself. So maybe Erlinda, ladies have a priority. <laughs> okay, thank you very much, Vana. Oh, I'm sorry about introduc introducing myself. So my name is Erlinda Salauka. I was born and raised in President Sete, a city in Kosovo. I have a background in ecology and environmental protection. And I've been involved in NGO sectors for more than five years in volunteering, evaluating, uh, coordinating. And now I work as a project coordinator in one NGO in Kosovo. Uh, about your question, why did I apply to this program? I could say that I wanted to try something new. And also to me, to, 
new people and uh, I want to have a new opportunity to travel to Belgrade as well. And I want to learn more, more about the reasons why do Serbians think that Kosovo is still part of them? And approximately, that was some of the reasons why I did apply. And also, I, as I can remember, you asked us uh, how was the experience about the program. Uh, I had uh, a very good time there in Belgrade, as well, in Prist as well as in Pristina. And uh, I could recommend it to every young person who wants to try something new and to learn more about Serbia, more about Kosovo, and what do they think about us? What do we think about them? And shortly, I will say that it was a good experience to me. Thank you, Linda. Uh, Miloš, what are your thoughts? Right. So I'm Miloš. I'm from Belgrade. Uh, I'm a freelance writer. My own background is a bit different. I studied political science, focusing on international relations, archaeology and art history. Uh, why I applied, honestly, it's been over a year since I applied, so I'm not quite sure about the exact motivation, but if I recall correctly, uh, the main one was the fact that uh, this, when I read the uh, invitation letter and everything that was shared on social media, was that uh, the school promised uh, both to visit Pristina and, uh, well, generally, as a lot of people from Serbia, I never got an opportunity to travel to Kosovo, so that appeared interesting, but also a chance to meet people from Kosovo, again, something which is rare, something rare, one rarely encounters today. And uh, just meeting people was interesting enough. And of course, learning about this subject, that's a lot <laughs> tricky here in Serbia, where you there are a lot of sources, a lot of contradicting sources. So that's one other way, another reason actually why I applied. So. Basically, the school gave a perfect opportunity to visit the Kosovo, to meet people from Kosovo, and also learn from quote-unquote more objective sources, that is, sources that are not so nationalist nationalistically inclined. And I mean, regarding the experience, uh, it was perfect. I mean, uh, I, there's no going about it. You uh, definitely learn a lot as a participant of the school and you meet a lot of interesting people both from uh, both from the place where you are and from uh, the other side so you you will definitely have a good time if you apply so uh, milos it's your it was your first time in pristina in general in kosovo so uh, uh, what were your thoughts before uh, uh, visiting and uh, uh, how much uh, these expectations of yours uh, uh, were met? Right. So this is a bit of a tricky question for me because honestly, I didn't have any particular uh, expectation when going there. People around me had a lot of them. I never shared any of them. So there were, the reactions I usually got were along the lines of, so why are you going to Kosovo again? Why would you go to Pristina? And I'm like, why not? I mean, I, I know next to nothing about it. Uh, so why not take this opportunity? And honestly, I learned a lot. It's 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 an, it was an interesting experience. So I went I went down there without any uh, 
expectations like this is what I'll see, this is what I'll experience. But it was honestly a quite positive experience just meeting experts from different fields, from uh, uh, people doing uh, personal histories and uh, to journalists and members of parliament. It was just a fantastic experience. And Erlinda, I know it wasn't your first time in Belgrade. Uh, but uh, uh, if you can remember when you were coming first time in Belgrade, how it was for you? Did you have this uh, sort of fear of coming in Serbia? Uh, um, and also, what were your expectations? Yes, Vana. Actually, it wasn't my first time in Belgrade. I was in Belgrade in 2018, I guess for a visit, short visit, two days visit, some of my friends. And before going there, I remember that I was a bit scared. All my friends were scared, except my father. He encouraged me, no, go, it's it's so cool there. You know, in ex-Yugoslavia, all the money, gave, they gave them all the money to Belgrade. So it's a nice place to visit. And But uh, I should... Mm, I should say that that uh, this time with Kosovo school was quite different. I had a, a different uh, experience there. It was more like seeing the city from perspective of locals. It was quite different and I had more more fun and more uh, good time there. And also, as Miller said, said we met very interesting people. Uh, I learned news perspective. I met NGOs representative in Serbia, and it was so so nice experience. I will remember it as a nice experience in general. And so, um, but what were the? I'm interested because when I was first time uh, coming to Kosovo, and it was uh, six years ago or something like that, maybe a little bit more. Um, my parents were extremely afraid of me going to Kosovo. Uh, then my friends were like, uh, why are you doing this? And then when I started working in the subject, they had similar fears and questions. Uh, and so I'm very interested if this is something that is general uh, in Serbia or it, uh, and also in Kosovo, does it differentiate? And uh, um, why do you think this is? Um. Okay, I, I about your question, I think is is in general, all the people from Kosovo as well as from Serbia are a bit afraid to go in other places. I, I in my opinion, I think the politics shapes us and that's the way of thinking. And of course, the war that happened in Kosovo, that's a huge impact. I mean, you you know you visit some of exhibition and you know why why are we afraid to go to the Serbia? And uh, I think that that's the reason the war and the politics shape us. It's quite it's quite vulnerable still in Kosovo. Right. So I had a bit more time to think about it. Uh, initially, I thought it was just the fact that uh, you rarely get the chance to talk to someone from the other side. So you know, next to nothing about it. And then I actually realized that it's a bit more systematic. So yes, people here in Serbia, everyone I've spoken to actually thought that it would be dangerous. I didn't share that opinion personally, uh, but then I realized something and it's that if you basically type in Kosovo in the, any news outlet, you're bound to find only bad stories. There's absolutely, I'm 100% certain that, that, that you will find, you won't find any, uh, or maybe just 
two or three good accounts of something happening. So you'll only hear about the problems, about violence and stuff like that, which is horrific. So I actually think that that's the reason people uh, uh, focus on those things. I mean, the media focuses on them because they sell more newspapers or in our modern times get more clicks. But I think that actually that's the reason people start thinking that, okay, that's reality. There's no other side. There's only violence. And that's why you shouldn't go there. I mean, we are all aware of that the war has been over for some time. There are no armed conflicts. But then again, the, our news cycles are filled with only such bad stories. So what else is a person who doesn't speak uh, Albanian and can, in Serbia and understand local news in Kosovo or in Kosovo, a young person who doesn't speak Serbian and understand Serbian news, who, he has no other way of getting to know anything about uh, the other place. Yeah, I mean, uh, th- this podcast actually uh, was developed uh, based on that need. Uh, because uh, we don't have a chance uh, much to hear about what's going on in uh, Kosovo regarding, you know, everyday stories, everyday happenings. Uh, and I think vi- uh, the opposite uh, counts the same. Uh, so, um, um, but from your perspective, uh, and I mean, in your uh, personal opinion, uh, uh, how do you think that these narratives change? What is necessary for these narratives to change? Personally, I think the narratives will never change, at least not in a foreseeable future, because that requires uh, the whole socio-cultural, political context to change. And uh, our politicians benefit from the status quo. So there is... with. I mean, our whole, our media benefits from it, our politicians benefit from it. Essentially, everyone benefits from things remaining like this, except for the people themselves. So what what would require for this to change, or it would require a revolutionary change in perspective to get to know the other side and to accept it, which is something that I'm highly skeptical. That There's no way it would happen in the next few years, as pessimistic as that might be. I don't, I don't really, really, I don't really know if the narrative should, will change in the future, but I hope so. And uh, what Artifact is doing here and what is this podcast doing here, I think, uh, as Milos mentioned before, uh, when you click to Kosovo or Serbia, all you get is bad story, bad news. And I think those positive impacts that Heart Effect got, I know the small the small change, small things that we do can have a big difference. So I I encourage you guys to keep doing this because I think that th- these things will help will will help the narrative changing. No month of small things is small. And I mean, small things make big difference for, for me. Yes, thank you, Linda, for this. I also agree. Uh, even though these uh, steps are very small, I think, you know, in uh, years of, in uh, 10 years of time, it can actually create some difference. Uh, okay, and uh, uh, can I ask you, are you in touch with the people that you met uh, from your group? Um, did you cap the relation? Uh, actually, I did. I was with Dunja, that is from Serbia, with one uh, training volunteer with Mangio in Kosovo. And I also sometimes talk with the girls from Kosovo. I didn't see them, actually, but we used to talk. We used to 
like ask for help so I could say that that I'm in touch as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm still in touch with the people with whom I did uh, my project during the Kosovo school. Yeah, and Milos, can you tell a bit more about the project? This can be also a little promotion of this publication. Oh, Vana, come on, let's not give everything up. So, but okay, I mean, very very small details. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, as a part of the Kosovo school, we you of course uh, get to do a project with somebody from the other side. Uh, in my case, I did it uh, with two people and we're creating a bilingual book where we gathered authors who write in Albanian and those who write in Serbian and we translated uh, the works from Albanian to Serbian, from Serbian to Albanian, of course, so that both sides can enjoy them and hopefully the book will be published uh, digitally very soon. Thank you, Milos. Okay, um, I have, um, I don't know, maybe this question is formulated a bit difficult, uh, but uh, tell me if it's difficult for you to answer. Um, I formed it like this, um, how would you describe the situation in your countries uh, regarding the uh, understanding of the other uh, and, uh, and the, the approach of uh, they have? Do you think that your countries are fair, tolerant, open enough and of course in relation to uh, relation between Kosovo and Serbia I mean it's an easy question to answer no <laughs> I mean it's quite simple and we all know that it's not uh, there's there's uh, the government or the public and nobody actually encourages getting to know the other is we are all well aware if we read any newspaper or basically any social media posts. So what is expected of people usually is to do the opposite, not engage with the other or if possible, hate them. Not, not necessarily why, but just hate them. We need to hate them. Because, you know, you always need to have somebody to hate, because otherwise people would notice all the problems that we have, and if there's nobody to blame, well, hmm, who does that blame? Like, certainly not uh, our people, our politicians in charge. Linda, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, in Kosovo, I don't want to keep bringing to the theme the war still, but I think the war that happened in 19... 99 in Kosovo, as I said before, shaped us and uh, people think still are, are vulnerable when it comes to this topic. And so I think uh, that I don't I don't really want to say that, but uh, I think there are still 1016 people that is still missing from the war. And I think that is uh, quite important for all the people in Serbia to know that uh, and to, you know, to, to, I don't know if it's my, if I can say that to, to that Serbia sh should, um, you know, say, should say sorry about the people and should like kind of help in finding them because they are still familiar when they're they're dearest than their person they are missing you know i don't know if you sh you you saw uh, uh this time uh, kosovo make made a new film that's called hive and it's 
it's the the topic about the war and the missing people in the war and it's it's so powerful uh, i think that the movie itself explained more that than i can do it again i'm sorry that i'm still bringing the war but it's it's the truth that i'm uh, that i'm living every day so i cannot mention it yeah no no it's absolutely okay that you mention it i mean it's essential uh, topic of this conversation as well and when in every conversation that kosovo serbia relations are brought up you cannot not talk about the war at, at least a little bit uh, and thank you for sharing uh, about the movie i can also share the link of the movie in the in the podcast episode it it is a very powerful movie as i said and it it wins at sundance it wins three triple award in sundance mm. and it's it's a great movie nice great thanks i will uh, search for it but i think i heard of it uh, i'm just uh, not sure if i'm thinking of the same movie um okay and uh, uh for the last question uh, i would just uh, simply ask you uh, uh would you recommend the program that you were a part of uh, i mean you mentioned before that you would but i would ask for uh, concrete reasons why milos we can start with okay you. so um there was i would recommend it of course as as i've said and as you highlighted now uh but uh, honestly it's it's hard to put into words why exactly, and I'll try because there's so many benefits. So like you said, there are multiple levels of this project. At first, we have the online school where you get to learn about this from renowned experts. Uh, so researchers, experienced journalists, and basically all the important uh, researchers who dealt with it. So you get uh, important information, you get uh, access to these people, which is, of course, you know, quite a benefit. You get a lot of uh, information in, in, uh, for free and from different sources. The other thing is, of course, you'll get the chance to visit uh, the other place. And of course, I mean, the benefits of travel are important, but you also get to talk to the people from that place uh, where you learn about the experts from, uh, like I said, in our case, we met everyone from members of parliament to researchers and uh, journalists, which is important. So you talk to regular people as well, learning a, from, a lot from them and about their perspectives. So that's not a bonus. And then when you have the visit to your own country, of course, learn all these, you meet with the project, all these important uh, people, again, in the case, so you'll, learn, you'll meet famous journalists, famous researchers, or, uh, so it's a great chance to network even within the, your uh, own place of residence. So I live in Belgrade and I met a lot of people through these projects. It's a great networking experience as well. So I think those are the three absolute main reasons why you should apply. Thank you, Milos uh, uh, and Erlinda. I think question. that Mi Milos summarized it very nice. So there's no, no, nothing more to say. These are the reason that uh, Milos told it. But yes, of course, I, I would recommend it to another people uh, who want to have a new experience. And I think that I should say that, that, you know, told you can tell the people another side of Kosovo and Serbia's story. You know, you can tell the true side of 
of the story mm -hmm. that it's so safe to to go in in Kosovo and in Serbia as well. And I think that people and especially young people uh, they should know that. Okay, thank you guys so much. These are very nice messages, and I have absolutely nothing to add. Um, I would just thank you for your time, and uh, um, and I will. Uh, uh, share all the things that we mentioned uh, in this conversation uh, uh, on the links below. Uh, so yeah, thank you again. Uh, and I am wishing you all good luck with everything that you do. Thank you as well, Vanna. And I wish you like with Kosovo program and uh, all the things that you're you're doing. As well, like 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 I said at the beginning of this, it was such a pleasure and uh, taking part in the Kosovo School was such a privilege. I was so happy and got a lot of benefits that I would gladly recommend to talk about it anytime. Thank you guys. And uh, I, uh, I say bye to everyone who is listening. Mm -hmm.